The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday from Isaiah 55. We're looking at parts of verses 1 to 3 to today, where the Lord said, Come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come by and eat. Come by wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good and your soul will delight in the richest of fare. Give ear and come to me. Hear me that your soul may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you, my faithful love promised to David. My dear friends in Christ, the will of the famous financier J. Pierpont Morgan is quite a document. I don't really know the general sizes of some wills, but his will is supposed to be over 10,000 words and 37 different articles in that will because what his will was trying to do is properly disperse all of the assets that he had from the course of his life. And a very wealthy man, he died in 1913. And when he died, well, there are different numbers that are out there. One number said that he had 70 million. Another number said that maybe it was more like 120 million. I don't know what the amount actually was, but if you converted that into today's dollars, that would be like billions of dollars. Billions of dollars. But the thing that's interesting about him is, well, he had his money, he had his book collection, his art collection, his mansion, but what was most valuable to him well, I told you about his will a second ago, and his will, in the opening statement of his will, this is what it said. I commit my soul to the hands of my Savior, full of confidence that having redeemed it and washed it with his most precious blood, he will present it faultless before the throne of my heavenly Father. I entreat my children to defend, at all hazard, the blessed doctrine of complete atonement for sin through the blood of Jesus Christ, once offered, and through that alone. I hope that that is an accurate description of what was really in J. Pierpont Morgan's heart. That would be a wonderful thing. But what does that statement say? What that statement says is what was most valuable to him in this life was not his millions, not his book, his art collection, his mansion, but what was most important to him was his Savior and his faith in his Savior. His money, his collections, his mansion, all the possessions that he had, worth millions, many millions. 
his faith, his Savior, well, that was a free gift of God's grace. It was free, but yet he would say, according to that statement, that that was the most valuable, the most precious thing that he had in his life. In our reading for today, the Lord said, Come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Oh, this offer would have to sound great to the person who has nothing to eat or to drink and has no money. I imagine having no, nothing to eat, no money, no nothing to drink. Imagine being in a situation like that. Imagine having empty cupboards or maybe not even a place to live in and having an offer like this. That sounds so like the greatest offer. In Psalm 145, King David tells us that the Lord does provide for our earthly needs. He says, the eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. Now, the fact of the matter is, is that the Lord does provide. And if people are lacking in this life, it's, it's not that it's a God problem, it's that a problem here in this sinful world. That's where that comes from. God does provide, but in our reading, what we need to recognize is that God is something is talking about something much better than having our cupboards filled or having our wallets filled or our bank accounts overflowing. He's talking about something so much better. He's talking about something better than food and drink for our bodies. He says, give ear and come to me Hear me that your soul may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you, my faithful love promised to David. So when he's talking here about the water, the wine, and the, the milk here, that's talking about God's everlasting covenant. And it's talking about his faithful love to us. And now that's free. And yet it's the most valuable, the most precious thing that we could have in this life. So when the Lord says here, come all you who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come buy and eat. The thirsty and those who have no money really are those people who know that they have a spiritual problem. They're like the jailer at Philippi. You remember his story when he thought he was going to be executed for allowing prisoners to escape, which didn't really happen. But when he thought that, he in terror looked at the Apostle Paul and said, what must I do to be saved? And in response to that, what Paul said was, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. 
That was the gospel call. It was the Holy Spirit reaching out to him, calling him to faith, making him a believing child of God. In our reading for today, what the Lord is doing is he's speaking to the people of Isaiah's day and he's talking to us as well. And if we're unbelievers, this verse here, come all you who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come by and eat. But when he's saying that, if we're unbelievers, that's the gospel call, calling people to faith. If we're, by the grace of God, believing children of God, it's the Holy Spirit working to build us up and to, to strengthen us in our faith. To strengthen our faith and to get us to see what truly is most valuable and most important in this life. And it's those free gifts of God's grace. His eternal covenant with us, his faithful love. That's what's most valuable. That's what's most precious. And it appears that J. Pierpont Morgan, well, it appears that by the grace of God, he knew what was most important. And, well, you also, by the grace of God, know what's most important and most valuable. And it's again, those free gifts of God's grace, which you have because the Holy Spirit has called you to faith and made you a believing child of God so that you know Jesus lived and died for you, paid for all your sins and won for you heaven. Amen. For our prayer today, well, it's just so appropriate. We're going to sing again hymn number 290, verses 1 and 3, One Thing's Needful. One thing's needful, Lord, this treasure, teach me highly to regard. All else, though it first give pleasure, is a yoke that presses hard. Beneath it the heart is still fretting and striving. No true lasting happiness ever deriving. This one thing is needful, all others are vain. I count all but loss that I Christ may obtain. Wisdom's highest, noblest treasure, Jesus can be found in you. Let me find in you my pleasure, make my will and actions true. Humility there and simplicity reigning in paths of true wisdom, my steps ever training. If I learn from Jesus this knowledge divine, the blessings of heavenly wisdom is mine.
and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.